Welcome back to the podcast, episode number 70. We're on episode 70 today. 70. today. That's crazy. There's been a lot of them. You've done a couple by yourself, but now we're back with all the homies. We're missing George, though. <laughs> Everyone's back. Parker, you're back. Mariano, you're back. I was yep. I was lonely last week, man. It was quiet here. I know. I'm sorry. I, would, I won't do it again. It's I'll okay. try not to. Well, I hope that uh, everyone's good. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. We appreciate it. If you're listening on audio, we have Parker here and Mr. Mariano, man. What's up, Mar? How's it going? Welcome back to the podcast, man. Hello. This is your third third episode? Second. Second? Really? Yeah. Dang, okay. Well, I hope I can speak more this time. Yeah, I want to I wanna get Mar <laughs> on here. Uh, Parker, go ahead and brainstorm for one minute and 10 seconds. I'm going to do this ad. Today's sponsorship is from Redline360. Redline 360 is an online marketplace to buy things for your car. If you're looking for anything from wheels to suspension to bumpers to performance all the way up to maintenance, redline360.com has a ton of options when it comes to your car and also the make and model. They have a ton of parts. And if you actually go on there and search BMW M3, there's almost 500 plus different parts you can buy for your car, whether you're looking to upgrade or maintain your car. So if you're looking to have a really good resource to continuously purchase parts for your vehicle, whether it's a truck or a car or anything in between for lights or you need interior pieces or performance or you want to go faster. You want to do turbos, you want to do an exhaust, you want to do an intake or even some bucket seats. I'm looking at some seats right now and most likely I'll be grabbing a set soon. I recently just got a draggy from redline360.com as well. So that only means that we're going to be putting that thing to the test on the good old uh, Red Hill Speedway here in mm-hmm. Mexico, California, or Mexico, uh, Irvine, uh, <laughs> somewhere. But regardless, if you're looking for some really good parts and a really easy website to use, you can check out redline360.com. A big thank you to Redline for sponsoring this episode. Sweet. Yeah, it seems like you're getting the mods like down because you went to Precision recently and it seemed like you got a lot of stuff. Like I got a lot done. It man. looked like they took your car apart. They had that thing yeah. on the air jacks or on the, uh, what, what's that called? Quick jacks. Quick jacks. And we had everything off the car and we were just doing left and right. Like there were four people on my car at once. And I was like, I'm sorry, baby. Like I'm, we'll take it slow. Don't worry. But I had eight people just jamming parts into the car. <laughs> it was like, wow. Okay. So, so she's a thought. Yeah, a little bit, man. Yeah. She moved wow. quick. There's a lot of hands on there. It's easier because you know, it's not, there's not as much like uh wine and dine. You just kind of go, okay, we know what we need to do. So the car got a lot done. I got a uh, side reflectors, rear reflectors. The thing is too, um, IND, Really good company. Uh, we were, you know, talking back and forth, and they sent me a box, and they opened it up, and it had nine parts in it, like everything. Really? Yeah. So I didn't even know the back of the car has these little red reflectors, and they shipped me black ones, nice. and they're just inserts. Really? Yeah. So it's just super easy. You just pop them out, and insert those, and then um, I did an M3 badge. I did the two M1, M2 buttons, the the red start button. Uh, and then we did spacers on it too. So we did spacers and stud conversion, which it, have you looked at the spacers yet? I saw this morning. Yeah. Yeah. It looks really good, but those are like small details that I feel like you don't do right off the bat. It's kind of like, Oh, I'll do those later. Um, but it's cool that you knocked them all out. Cause that's like very small cosmetic things that, um, kind of all add up to something that's like bigger. Well, I think once you see like a really good foundation of your car being, really good looking where there's no orange on it. There's no accents on it. Like there's no uh, like sunken in wheels. Then you're like, okay, cool. This is fun. And you keep going at it. So I, I was happy just to have the basic things done. Like now it's like, yeah. okay, let's start doing big mods to it. Cause I haven't even done that to my car. I still have like the, 
the orange reflectors in the bumper <laughs> and like I need spacers, which I found 12 mil, 12 millimeter spacers for my car. I'm going to slap them on the front sick to help out a little bit, but I want to get wheels soon. I really do. I know you need wheels bad. I need to reach out to reach out to some companies. I know I want to do wheels too, which is I have um, my eyes set on E88s, but you can't fit them on OEM brakes. You have to run 19s or you have to do a big brake kit, which a big brake kit, you're looking at four grand. Then you're looking at E88s for five grand. And then you're looking at tires for two grand. So you're looking at, you know, $10,000 plus just to run a certain set of wheels. And, and I'm like, they're smaller. <laughs> so technically it's a small brake kit. Yeah, that's true. We'd be downgrading <laughs> from the OEM. <laughs> no, I'm sure they're like better performing because they probably have more more pistons in the calipers. But it's funny that you have to go down in like caliper and rotor size. I know it's annoying. I mean, I've seen a couple pictures of 19s and I just think they look too big. Even though I have 19s right now, I think when you run a E88 with a bigger lip, essentially it's the same barrel. They just run a bigger lip or different extension on it. And yeah. it just doesn't look right to me. I think if you got enough tire sidewall, you'd probably enjoy it because like it is a bigger car and it does, I think like minimum need 18. I think if you put 17s, it look, it would look really silly. Yeah. I've seen it with that before. It doesn't look right. Yeah. But like, I don't know. 19s could look nice, but Mar, what are you doing to your Mustang next? What's the plan? Are you doing a big, big engine upgrade <laughs> stroker kit? V8 swab. <laughs> oh, on the V6 body. No one will know. What car do you have again? <laughs> I have a 2005 V6 Mustang. That that's a good car though. I remember at one point I had always wanted one of those. My brother had a Mustang, uh, an a 98 or an 02. It was a GT, and it was such a cool car. Dude, like, they're just iconic. Me at 17 getting that one. Like, yeah. that was like the sickest thing ever. And, like over time, I just like. Is that the only car you have, or you've ever had? I've ever had. Wow, how old are you now? Uh, 23. Okay, so you've had that car. That was your first car, and that's the only car you've ever had. Yeah. That thing's running strong, huh? I got it 119 miles, and now it's like at 170 something. 119,000 miles? 119,000. Okay, I was going to say, 170,000. <laughs> My bad. That's not that many miles, actually. But it's, not yeah, I, I don't drive as often I, as I thought I did. Yeah. What's average? Like 12,000 a year? I mean, it just depends on, yeah, yeah I would say 10,000 a year. But like, I got my M3 halfway through last year oh yeah and, you and i put ten thousand miles on it in six months Jeez. so yeah that's a lot i guess it kind of depends like how much you're you're driving it built ford tough built ford tough not but like it's like the longest lasting car yeah out of like a lot of people i know so dude that, yeah. that instagram clip all it is is built ford tough <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna post that later today not, not a sponsor <laughs> not a sponsor yeah but that's sick that it's like on that long and then it had like one issue right the reverse thing yeah like so out, of, out of all issues that had a reverse problem yeah what it, happened with that so i don't know what um or how it like started but basically like at one point it just wasn't letting me go in reverse but i haven't reversed <laughs> and if the nose was pointed down in any parking space like i was screwed so it was a transmission problem yeah how, what was that the synchros just not working with gravity or what was happening know. you think i was like trying to understand why that would be the case let's see you can comment below and figure and this out do you, do you have an answer uh i don't know what the thing is called um but you took it in and they had a, a yeah it's yeah fixed. he showed me what it was and it was just worn out and so that messed up the clutch as well oh okay so it was like a was it like a domino effect this thing messed oh up okay just, gotcha 
but mm. I kind of like learned how to like avoid those spots. <laughs> so if I was like even, it was fine. If it was downhill, even better. So I just like roll out of there. I, yeah, I mean, I've with the Audi couldn't close a sunroof all the way, so sometimes I try to avoid like rain areas. Oh. Like, oh, I have to find a, a place like under a tree or something where it won't get too wet. But I, I've had problems like that too, and um, even with my E30. But with with a car like that, you know, that car to be able to just run like that for that. I mean, that's the only issue you've had. Yeah. Other than that, like, wow. And it's automatic. Yeah. Damn. But you drive it like really nice. Yeah. Like I'm not, yeah, I'm Mar- if you haven't met Mariano, he's a caring, loving guy. He, he would <laughs> not hurt a fly. So he's not going to be like Parker when you get into a car and just <laughs> jump it off the, the parking lot and full throttle. <laughs> I, I like, if I don't floor my car every day, <laughs> I don't I don't feel like I'm using it properly. It was like one of the first times that I think Parker and I were talking about how we treat cars and Parker's quote of his life is ripper till she's dripping. And I'm yeah. like, that's the way to go, I guess, for Parker's cars. Yeah, <laughs> you only live once. You can't just baby him. I, I knew know. right when I got it in high school, like, yeah, I was doing that. And then like, <laughs> that's when like I first started learning about like more cars and stuff. And yeah. I was like. Oh, like I don't got anything like crazy. So like I'm it's still a Mustang chill. though. I mean, oh, yeah, think would. about this. So like I I would assume that this is how you pulled it off is that when girls would ask you what cars you have, when you say a Mustang, like instantly, no matter if it's a V6 or whatever, girls love that. I bet I was never, I'd never added the V6. Yeah. I was a, I'm a Mustang. <laughs> Dude, every yeah. time I'm in Anaheim or something, like I always hear fools swinging those things <laughs> in the intersection. I'm surprised you're not with them. No, swing, or, swing it or don't bring it, fool. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's just L.A. takeover, Anaheim, like, intersection stuff. Man, I drove through Irvine a couple days ago, obviously, because I live here, and I saw an intersection covered in burnout marks. Like, literally, you could not see the street, and it was only the middle of the road. Oh, my God. And I was like, man, I, I can't imagine what action went down there, because that's weird to see in Irvine. Really? You never yeah. see that. And it was only a couple blocks from here, like but over by Bowdoin, kind of over. Um, it's like a long straightaway, and then there's a bunch of industrial places, which is probably the smartest place to do it. Yeah. And then the intersection is just black, <laughs> and you can see the the edges are just donut marks. I'm like, dude, that is insane. But you hear, in, like whenever we go to Nate's house, you hear fools like out yeah. of the distance, just every like, time I like go. you used to hear like yeah. the Disneyland fireworks, but now it's like full swinging. <laughs> <laughs> and that's uh, where does he live at? Uh, in Anaheim, kind of down the street from the Angel Stadium. Okay, gotcha. How so close is that to your Belinda? That's where I was this morning. Mm, that's not far at all. Oh, okay. It's like diff- no traffic. Like you'll get there in ten minutes. Got it. Yeah, yeah. It's it's funny. Anaheim's funny. Yeah, I would never. I mean, I'm not like an aggressive driver either, so I never tried to like. Have you ever done donuts in that car? No. Never. The only thing, my friend Henry, he like did a burnout in it. Uh, He's like trying to teach me how, but I was like. Oh, you know what? Don't feel bad about that. You haven't done donuts in your car yet. I haven't done donuts, but I've done like a burnout and I've like tried to drift before. Okay. Do you know how? But, um, No, I'm not good at it. Like oh. my like car control, if I'm trying to drift, I've only really tried it when it's like wet out, like oh, yeah, just yeah. rained or something. And, like, I've been able to slide it a little bit, but usually I don't, like, know how to correct it on time or, like, you just let know off. where to put my hands or, like, yeah, not, don't give enough throttle, something like that. So it's definitely something I want to work on. But, like, when I was at the track, I was getting, like, some good oversteer when I turned off traction control. And, like, I was able to manage it pretty well. I think it's – I keep trying it when it's wet out, and it's, like, kind of unpredictable. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. it's, it's easier when it's wet. Like I just did my first donuts in the M3 on Friday or Saturday and dude, it's so comfortable. It's so easy to do. 
when it's wet out. When yeah. it's when it's dry out, you really don't know when the car is going to grip because you're out of control and then it's going to grip at some point, and that's when you kind of have to catch it. Yeah. Um, but you usually have to have a good amount of power in a car to do dry donuts, like and at LSD. Like if you have one wheel peel, like you're just going to be looking like you're driving in a circle. There's no smoke coming out. <laughs> Dude, okay, listen to this. I don't know if you guys have seen this clip. I know you probably have because you're on TikTok all day. Uh, so I, I heard that there was a, a giveaway. Some company gave away a car. It was a Mercedes C63 AMG. And they gave it away. I'm pretty sure this is my, my thought. They gave it away to a random dude. He accepted it. A couple of days later, from what I saw, it looked like either he was at an event or it was when he got the car. And he went to go do a burnout. And he left traction on and he burned the clutch and the engine exploded in front of everybody. No. It blew up in flames. Brand new C63. Really? Yeah. Yeah. And I saw it all over Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, I'd say on Friday and Saturday. Dude, that's like the most embarrassing thing ever. I know. In front of all of his homies. Doesn't have any like fail safe? Like, I mean, I think traction, against it? traction was on and all you hear is rrr, 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 and the guy's like, yeah, I'm doing a burnout and it's the clutch. Oh, and no. then out of nowhere, flames just shoot out the hood like com like huge like six feet in the air and i was like man that's really embarrassing <laughs> see that company comment or anything i don't know i didn't go further into it i just i kind of saw a couple comments about it and i was like dude that is so embarrassing <laughs> i've seen a bunch of fail <laughs> like burnouts on like youtube and stuff people just like revving it and yeah. like the tires me and george watched one the other day it was a corvette it was some guy in like a c6 and it was like you just had it pinned that headline <laughs> and like it was no like the wheels did not move once oh, it was just no. a clutch getting fried no. and, and everyone was just like watching no one said anything no one tried to help them like why why wouldn't someone be like hey man your wheels aren't spinning yeah i just don't think anyone had and the balls he, to he do he tried it. to drive away it didn't oh. engage at all yeah dude I, I also speaking of that i saw um this girl i follow on tiktok she posted that she was racing an aventador and the aventador it was in huntington he 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 launched off the light, shifted into second, and the clutch exploded. And he pulled over in Huntington Beach in like a spot that we go to. I saw that. Take, I saw, that? saw that one. Yeah, actually. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was the he white was on one. The left lane, right? Yeah, it was a white one, and you can hear him go from first to second and just crunch of the the. I mean, that's a problem with 2012 Aventadors when they first came out. Oh. The 2012s had a, a bad, really bad transmission because they're single clutch. Yeah. So they're just like, think about putting 600 horsepower into each gear with a single clutch. Yeah. That's like a. I don't know. That's like the SMG clutch in E46 trying to do 900 horsepower in a stock. But those, don't those like shift pretty fast? Yeah. Once yeah. you're like on throttle. Yeah, they do. They're just really, he they're hectic. You really feel a shift. Yeah. I want to drive one. Should get one. Company car? Yeah. Did you brainstorm any questions for Mar? Um, we got anything about life, the cars. What's, okay. What's your favorite energy drink? Do you prefer Monster Energy or do you like 3D better? 3D Energy. I was specifically the white monster. That's your favorite? Yeah, but like just because I love Christian Guzman, like I'll get 3D <laughs> and like I'll support him. Yeah. Like they're good though, but the white monster hits. Honestly. I think and he, I remember, so I've been watching for a while and he used to drink the white ones all the time. Yeah. And I think he tried with at least a blue one, try and get it to taste like that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think my favorite is the gold one. The gold, the pina 3D. colada? Yeah. I I'm, love that. I'm not a fan of coconut, and that's why. So yeah. I can't. That one's so good. But yeah, I dig those. But I still like Monster Energy drinks. I just like, I also read some stuff that they're not the best for you. So <laughs> I don't think energy drinks in general are good for you. Yeah. I mean, the thing but is, though, is you can say that about anything. 
like anything. There's so many things out there that aren't good for you. Like breathing this air right now is probably not good with how many electronics we have in this room. <laughs> Too but much like, of anything yeah. is bad. I know, but like even if I had like one a week or something and there's like some weird chemical in there, that's probably not good. Like I'd rather just drink coffee because uh-huh. I know that's like safe, you know. Dude, I remember in middle school, like the thing to do was go to this liquor store that was down the street before school. Everyone would get like the tall can monsters. And we were like 12. The, B- the BFC ones? Bro. Those are ter- there's like a gallon of monster, man. Bro, everyone was getting them. I didn't Hell realize yeah. how bad that was. Oh, yeah. yeah like, what's I, worse, a monster in the morning or hot Cheetos at 7 a.m.? Oh, man. That's a, <laughs> welcome to La Jolla High, bro. <laughs> It was so, I remember when I'd get to school and I do, this was trippy. I was like 15 years old and, um, I had my freshman year at La Jolla high where Parker and I went in San Diego and there's a seven 11 that is just one block down the street. And like, that was just the spot to go. And I would see in the hallway, these girls eating Cheetos, (laughs) like hot fire Cheetos. But I didn't really know. Like I saw sometimes they were yellow. I'm like, what is that? And I went into seven 11 one day and I saw a girl at 7 a.m with the Cheetos and she'd open it up and then go under the nacho cheese machine and just pour <laughs> that in the bag. And I'm like, yo, it's 7 a.m. Like, go. what are you doing right now? That's how you get the day started. <laughs> but then you see them in class later and their fingers are all red. And I'm like, man, you, you are dedicated to that snack. Like, yeah. what a breakfast, yeah. you know? I mean, I wasn't the healthiest kid in high school and I'm still not, but I'm not, there's like a time. Like, there's a time to eat that. I was not mentioning that out that uh, early. In middle school, what they did is they would get like the hot Cheeto bags but they would just like, there was like packets of top tapatio, and they would just drown. Oh. <laughs> so it was like wet. As Can fun. you imagine being in first period and you just, you just hear a girl going, <laughs> just like you panting? Like what's wrong? <laughs> yeah, those were the days, man. Did, did, did you go to Maryland's? Yeah. Okay. Damn, dude, that's so funny. I just, I, but being from Michigan, like that was my first school, like school experience was seeing like Mexican culture, and I slowly got introduced to it and. I don't want to bring like race into it, but being like the white guy, I made friends with so many Mexicans and like Mexican people that we had so many parties that when I went there, everyone was so welcoming. Like I had never met so many cool people that were like always stoked to see me, always happy to hang out, always happy to go to parties. Like I never experienced anything like that before. Is that like San Diego in general? Is everyone nice in San Diego or is it just like? Everyone's pretty nice, but I don't know. I think it's true that like, Mexicans are just more welcoming and like friendly and like they have a good like focus on like family I feel like I'll leave you hanging bro (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's facts man. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's definitely true because I grew up Obviously, we went to the same schools and stuff and like majority of my friends were Mexicans and yeah same here like just because like the school the school was too, but yeah, I don't know you know even now I know yeah, we got Mark, <laughs> so we got Nate, we got George. <laughs> We're the only two white people then. Yeah. Everyone else is everyone much. of Damn. color. We so, love that though. So I, um, my friend Emmy, shout out to him, love him so much, man. One of my best friends. Um, he let me sleep on his couch for three hundred bucks a month when I moved out of my my mom's house back in the day. That's when my first career started at eighteen, and he um, had a house, a small house next to Windensea down in La Jolla. And we would go there all the time and his it was his grandma's house. And I didn't know that his grandma's name was not Abuelita. <laughs> so I called her Abuelita for like five years. And then just like four years ago, I found out that that meant grandma. Yeah. And I was like, all right, I guess I called her grandma my whole life. But like people do that all the time too. Oh, like really? Non-Hispanics. Like if a white person goes over to someone's house, it's like, oh, Abuelo or Abuelita. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. But I, I felt so welcomed. I was very scared of 
being the outcast, being like 15 and the white kid and just, you'd feel strange cause it's just different. It's culture shock. Yeah. And then, um, man, I have to say, I made some of the best friends that were of every, every race, you know, are there no Mexicans in Michigan or, um, not, not really. I mean, it's mostly Midwest white people. That's all it really was. You didn't see much. And I, I think it was heavily populated by Asian culture too. Cause university of Michigan, um, a lot of, a lot of people went there for school, but I would say diversity was pretty big. It just was never really like, I, I didn't look at it when I was that young. Yeah. Now that I'm here, I just kind of see a little bit more different of, you know, what, what people do. And, um, I don't uh, know. I just, I felt so welcomed. It was cool. That's sick. I'm yeah. glad to hear that. Yeah, that is dope. Um, <laughs> I think did we talk about the the truly tease? I don't know why I'm, I'm so. <laughs> Parker's lo- sitting there like, did we talk about the truly tease? I need one. <laughs> no, like on the podcast. <laughs> no, we we haven't yet. We spoke about oh, it with okay. Fat, I think, in person, and then that was it. And we okay, I well, never got them. No, you guys free haven't plugs. tried them because you guys are lame. <laughs> no free plugs. You guys are lame. Hey, we need to get truly to send us some. Okay, <laughs> so tell us the story, Parker. Break it down. Okay, well I had them twice now, and they're they're good because, I, yeah, I couldn't wait for you guys. I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, the, the truly tea, peach and lemon. Oh my God. They're delicious. The only thing I don't like is that they're carbonated just like the regular, like regular oh, seltzers. Cause I, I think all seltzers are carbonated, but yeah, you guys got to try them. So if you're listening to this, go try the truly teas. If you like seltzers and tea, I like seltzers. Have you had high noons? No, really? I just tried. It's like sparkling vodka soda or, oh really? Or I forgot how it's worded. But what it's the, one of those. What are the flavors? Um, it's just like regular, uh, like, like raspberry and stuff like that. Yeah, like yeah. uh, I've tried Maha, which I don't like. These guys like them a lot. I yeah, love George loves them. Maha is good. I, I don't like the aftertaste, and it's reverse for Parker. He doesn't like the aftertaste of Truly. Really? Well, yeah. I like. Okay, so I like the regular Trulys, like the tropical flavors and like White Claws. I, I dig those because they're easy to drink. It's like yeah. water. Um. And, but then, like, he likes the truly lemonades. Yeah. And I hate those. Yeah, so the aftertaste is bad. It tastes like you have a coating of just, like, chemical sugar on your mouth. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, it. there's a, like, I taste that, too, all the sugar. Maybe you just have to drink four or five, and then you forget about that fact. Dude. <laughs> Maybe that's it. I don't know. It makes it also <laughs> makes my teeth feel like they're rotting out. Really? That's well, why, yeah, I don't They know. are pretty sweet. I understand. That's why I want to try the, lim- the, the ones that you're talking about. The, the teas. Tea. Yeah, they're like. It sounds lighter. It doesn't sound as heavy in chemicals. Because like iced tea is, it literally just tastes like iced tea. Yeah. You don't even taste the alcohol. So like I'll drink like three or four of those. I'm like, damn, <laughs> Dude, I feel good. I wish I had that when I was in high school. I don't want to sound like an old man, but I used to chug four locos. Oh, no. Yeah, that's, that's where I was, man. We had the most blacked out crazy parties <laughs> with, with, with four locos. And it was never like. Uh, there was never an option for seltzers because this was like 2008 and 2009, 2010. Oh, That's when I was my my junior year and senior year of high school. And we would just always get either four locos. King Cobras. No, <laughs> no, never King Cobra. <laughs> and uh, we would get tall boys here and there, but it was it was never like it is now. Like you can get you can really enjoy getting tipsy now off of good drinks and having a good time before it was just like chug and then you're you're drunk yeah now it's like i actually yeah. enjoy drinking um t- like to where it's like it relaxes you and you can chill but back then it was like get some pop-offs you know C- cvs vodka and then a four loco and you're on with your night whether it's a party bus or not <laughs> yeah i think in high school like there was seltzers because i think white claw was out like a couple years ago when you were in high sure. school dog yeah when yeah. you were in high school yeah man. when i was when i was that's what i meant but like we only ever drink Bud Light. That was like oh, the okay. moves. And that is not good. 
You got to drink a lot of that. It's not good, but it's like water. You get it down easy. But yeah, I agree. It's a lot. There's so much more options now. Yeah, there's a lot of options. Wait, on the old drink topic, did you ever drink the, I think they're called MD 50-50? That's like, is that a chemical? Oh. You know which one? <laughs> a yeah, science experiment? I've seen those. That was like a rocket launch code. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, I forget all the flavors, but I've tried like the, it's like, it tasted like orange juice. No, I never had that. Oh. What? No. what type of alcohol is it? Is it like vodka? I think it's vodka. Yeah. I've never had those. Have you ever done 44s? A 40 ounce with the four loco? Mm. I never got that crazy. No, oh, what yeah, the man? Is that when you go to TJ? Bro, I the, <laughs> the special. Dude, <laughs> I've that, never that finished the four loco. Really? I've always gone, like, too, like, at that point, like, all right, I'm drunk enough. Like, I'm going to get rid of this. <laughs> it's too much. I think you have to have, like, going back to what we were speaking about is there. there's a healthy balance of everything. <laughs> Once you start going too crazy, it's like, whether it's hot Cheetos or Four Locos, there's a limit on what you should do. And there should be a time frame, too. There should never be a Four Loco and a hot Cheetos at 7 a.m. <laughs> if you're doing that, you probably got a problem. <laughs> I'd say most of the time, like, I'd say, like, 95% of the time, I'm just getting, like, tipsy or buzzed. But, like, there are all those times where I'm trying to get messed up. After a long yeah. week. We're playing crunk yeah. music this morning. You get crunk. Yeah. The little John, exactly. P.D. Pablo. I was asking Mariano, have you seen the movie Drumline? No. You've never seen Drumline? Drumline, no. Man, that's a Nick Cannon classic. You've never seen Drumline? No. Yeah. I don't watch a lot of movies. I No, but this is Parker's old. organic. He's like, I only <laughs> eat plants, okay? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why, but, like, I watch a lot of YouTube and... This when is I, before YouTube, bro. Yeah, this but is like, before YouTube. When I have growing up, when I had free time, either I was playing video games or we were outside or like at the beach. What games were you playing? What video games? Oh, we used to play RuneScape. We used to play World of Warcraft, uh, Call of Duty. Like those were the essentials. Yeah, so you shooter, can't, shooter you can't, games. You can't beat any of those. I mean, RuneScape was like a. I don't even know what you call it. My brother still plays a bunch of video games, but I kind of stopped playing video games except for The Sim. I miss it sometimes. Sometimes I think of like Call of Duty and I'm like, man, that sounds so fun. But people are so good now, like Mar. They're so good that it's not fun. It's hard to start now. Yeah. People have been playing, like people have nonstop played. Yeah, there's been generations of people just destroying servers by being like number one as far as how to like snipe properly and how to do crazy tricks and i i played halo for a long time like i got halo one halo two i went to all the launch events at gamestop at midnight like i was super i got suspended from school because i ditched school and all my friends told them it was because of the halo release Damn. And at the, at the end of the year the school awarded me with the halo master <laughs> they gave me a little plaque and i was like this is so stupid but i remember i was so dedicated to halo and i was really good at it because i played all the time and then it, it just kind of faded. And then it turned to Call of Duty a little bit. Back when my brother would play, I'd play a little bit of Half-Life, like OG Counter-Strike, yeah. like PC stuff. And then um, I, I think the last thing I really played was Zombies. And that was just for fun. That was just having fun with my friends. And that's yeah. Call of Duty, right? Or uh, Left 4 Dead. Uh, that's those are t- Left 4 Dead is just Zombies. Oh, okay, that yeah. was on Xbox. I played Left 4 Dead. Left 4 Dead yeah. is fucking... And that was it. Yeah, it's, it's honestly like hard to get back into it. Because, like, I tried World of Warcraft again kind of recently, like, a couple months ago because one of my friends was playing. And I played it for, like, a week. And I'm, like, I just forget. Like, I forget how this game works. And it's going to take me such a long time to get back to that point. And I don't need another thing to be addicted to. Yeah. I already got, like, (coughs) other stuff to do. So I don't want to sound... I don't want to sound like that guy, but I'm at the point now where, you know, I'm 29. I have multiple companies. I, I love what I do. I feel like I 
I don't know if it's just me, but I really like doing stuff that makes me money. Because when I do stuff that doesn't make me money, I feel, I feel off. But somehow, like what I do with my company is everything here I love doing also makes me money too. But when I start doing something like video games, I don't know if I just don't have interest in it or it's the money factor. And I don't know if that's messed up to say, but that's just how I think now. Maybe a little bit of both. Yeah, because I, I feel like there's enjoyment though in making money. Like I really like that feeling. Yeah. Whether I mean, I just got my second YouTube channel monetized and I made nine cents. And I was like, <laughs> yes, I was so pumped. I was so pumped on that. Um, and I think it's just that feeling of like maybe just working towards, you know, monetizing something, you know? Yeah, I get that. I'm not like that a lot. Of, I mean, I may get that way, but yeah, for me, it's like more about am I just like having a good time and like enjoying something. But if I can make money doing it, yeah, like, and I enjoy it, that's for sure, like, ideal. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate it when I've got a couple comments that people say, and I don't ever, like, gets me, but I read it, and I'm like, I hate it when people say that because I make money off of the YouTube channel and the cars that I do and everything, that I'm not a car person anymore. And I'm like, have you not seen my office? Have you not seen my, have you not seen what I, what I do? Like, I'm in it because I've, from the age of, like, 13 until now, I've always been into cars, but I found a way to make money doing it. So it's a double, like, even if I didn't make money, I'd still be doing car stuff, you know, no matter what. And I, I did YouTube for eight years before they even had a monetization feature. Like they didn't even have that option back then when I was making videos. So I started like that. And I just, I think that maybe it's either people who are jealous or it's people who just want to figure it out too. Because now Parker, I mean, you and I have spent so much time together and I've, we've both shown each other like the dedication to cars that we both know that everything we do can make money off of YouTube yeah. and cars and stuff we do. That it's just, um, I don't know. I, I enjoy it. I think it's fun. Yeah, I'm definitely not as, like, savvy of, like, figuring stuff out or, like, figuring out how to make money off of, um, off of like, car stuff or stuff that I'm, like, really into. So I'm still trying to, like, figure that out and find something that I'm really passionate about um, that can, like, make me good money. You have two things that make you money that are cars, though. You got your YouTube channel, then your other Yeah, page. I mean, it's, like, couple bucks yeah but that like, but it's some i know it's something like i know i know but on paper you have two sources of income i know yeah and That's that huge. is true but um yeah i don't know for me like until it gets past like a certain threshold i don't really see it as like making much what's the threshold what do you have to be at 10 million no but like <laughs> like if it starts making me like a couple hundred bucks a month like two three hundred dollars a month whether, like me putting out a couple of videos a week, two or three videos a week, that would be really cool. Cause I would be able to like reinvest it and buy stuff for my car yeah. and then film that. But right now it's like all kind of out of like my paychecks and stuff. So I want, I want to make enough to where it pays for itself. Yeah. Type of thing. That's what I, when I bought the F80, I said, I'm not going to take any of my agency money. It's all going to have to come from YouTube and not, yeah. I couldn't buy this car until I got to that point. I was like, I have to have one source of income, be able to afford one thing. So now it's like you, you have that burden off your back of like, you know, you don't have to worry as much. I never asked yeah. you, what kind of cars are you into? I don't even know. I'm weird when it comes into cars. Really? Yeah. Do you have a passion for cars or is it just you're surrounded by car people? Uh, That and like, yeah, like I learn stuff here and there, but I don't do like research on my own with cars and stuff. Mm -hmm. But like I do like growing up, like I was watching the the British version of Top Gear with like my cousin. So we were watching like those and like, that's different from like, like those are supercars. Yeah. Versus, yeah, I didn't really get into it recently. Like once I graduated high school, 
And then, like, the first person I watched was, like, TJ Hunt. And from there, oh, cool. that's where it started. But, like, all right, this is what I, I like. <laughs> I've always been into hatches. So I know my uncle had, like, a an early or mid-90 or, like, an early 2000 Volkswagen. I think it was a Golf. Oh, cool. And it was, like. It's like a box fender car? Yeah. yeah. It was, like, all or He did a lot of stuff to it. And he was always going to car shows, like, uh, Volkswagen related. Like I can't, I guess that's like where my love for that started, but I guess I like specifically all-wheel drive cars. Yeah, for some reason, and then like V8s, and like I remember my dream car for the longest time was like, have you ever heard of like the CTS V wagon? Of course, yeah, yeah of course. Have I, we heard of that? I was like, <laughs> yes, like, supercharged V8, and it's a wagon. Yeah. I was like, dude, that's badass. And they have manual option too. Yeah, that's so. it. Can you drive manual? I. I don't, I've never had a car, obviously, mm-hmm. that's manual, but I've, like, I can do it. Oh, cool. I just haven't had enough practice. Yeah, I got gotcha. like, go on the freeway. CTSV the wagon, man. That thing's sick. Those are pretty cool. Honestly, I'm not a big fan. I don't like how they that's, look. I was that I'm weird. Dude, I saw one in person, and that, like, what really changed my mind. They it, are. They're I, long. It's they're appealing, long. though, because, like, all that power. Yeah. And, like, a wagon. That's sick. But I was I always wanted a golf R as well. I just like Yeah, it's a zippy little car. Cool. You wanna know my goal? Hmm. Like this is like an attainable, I would say. What? Not now, but like specific two thousand fifteen Audi R is five. Oh, I was about yeah. to say that. Yeah. You love choice. that one. It's the I last year they made the V eight. And ta- I think that's one of the most underrated cars. Yeah. Because they're just people don't know. Because they look like a normal car going down the road. But to car guys, you're like, oh wait, hold on. There's right. something special about that car. And I've seen, like, on Instagram, like, people put, like, nice, like, BBSs on those. Yeah. Oh. All-wheel drive That's V8. Clean. That's, like, what? Yeah, I hope you get that, man. I hope so, too. I think you That's will. That's nice. Hopefully I can come back to this. Yo. <laughs> You'll get one. I, I think mean, that, that. rip it. Yeah, Parker's going to be just yeah. drifting that thing. Like, hey, sorry, all four <laughs> tires are bald. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you had the car for three minutes. <laughs> Have you heard how they sound? Yeah, they're beastly. Yeah. When you put an exhaust on that thing, man, they sound so just, they don't sound like they look. Like they just are so different than anything else. And then I like the new RS6 wagon oh. or RS6 Avant. Yeah. The new ones. Every YouTuber is getting one and I love them. Adam LZ. Yeah. That's the first one I saw. They're really sick. I would, I would rock one of those. Get one. Just Aren't those like the same like power plant and like drivetrain as an Urus? I would assume so. They probably share a lot. I think that's what I heard on his video. I think those are cool. I just think they're too, like, a lot of people said it wasn't very exciting to drive. Like, I, I watched a few reviews on the RS6, which is, like, kind of lame because I think the, the previous gen RS6s were, like, really fun to drive. Oh, yeah. And then these ones are just kind of, like, feel off. I think they're probably too easy to drive. I think it does yeah. so much for you. And there's too, it has lost so much analog feeling. Which is yeah. fine because that's how the mass-produced cars are, and that's what the mass would prefer. But at the end of the day, I would prefer like an 07, 08 RS4 if that's what they make. I don't know what year it was. But the ones that were the the A4 I have, the RS4 version of that. Mm, I love that one. Those are V8s as well, right? Yeah, they're V8 manual. Yeah, yeah But they're them. so rare. They have huge fenders in the back. They have big oval exhaust tips, and they're just hard to find. I just saw one recently. In front of my target or whatever. Oh, cool. I remember I heard the car and I was like, Hold on, what is that? <laughs> I was like, Wait a minute. So, we're going to, we went off a little bit too far. We have no more video yet. So, thank you for oh. still watching. But we're going to finish off this podcast, episode 70, with probably the most important question. I don't want to get too personal. I don't want to get too serious. But 
I want to ask you guys one question, okay? Mm-hmm. What is your Subway sandwich order? Oh. I saw you walking in with a Subway sandwich when I was leaving to go to Yorba Linda. This is serious. <laughs> and I know Parker had it when I wasn't here two weeks ago. You had it a couple of, you had a couple times, didn't you? Of course. You? Subway's always on the menu. Before I say mine, I just want to say I'm super picky. Oh, like the pickiest <laughs> oh God. You'll ever meet. Three pickles is it, is and about a little bit of bread. Hard. I don't even like pickles. Six ounces of lettuce. Okay, don't mess this up. <laughs> <laughs> Roast them in the comments. I literally <laughs> just get chicken breast, American cheese, lettuce, and then barbecue sauce. So a chicken sandwich. Barbecue. Chicken. Barbecue. And what, what kind of bread? Wheat. Uh, it's good. It yeah. sounds good. It's nothing crazy, but it fills me up. It sounds different. like it, it does the job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Rep. Um, mine is, okay, my go-to is wheat bread, foot long. Of course, you can't get half. You can't get six inches. That's, that's lame. Um, cold cut combo, Swiss cheese, toasted. Um you get the the lettuce, the spinach, the bell peppers, the onions. Yeah, those micronutrients. You got to get all the veggies basically cuz like it makes it feel kind of healthy. Um <laughs> and then you get mayo and honey mustard. Yeah. Damn, and that's, that's pretty good. That's the best the best combo I found. Busting like hard. Yeah. That sounds really good. <laughs> so I I might get that tomorrow or something. Cuz uh when he walked in with that sandwich, I was like I asked. Anyone wanted? Yeah, but I got my meals. True, true. I wish. Maybe tomorrow. Sheesh. What's yours? Uh, herbs and cheese bread, foot long. Mm. I love that bread. Spicy Italian with lettuce, spinach, cucumber. And then I get uh, honey mustard and the oil and vinegar. Mm. And that's it. I tried that. Um I think because you told me to try it. And it's, yeah, it's good. I'm just not a big fan of spicy, like, meats. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I like that. I've eaten probably, like, thirty-six to 47,000 of them, I think, in high school. Because there's that subway behind Ferrari. You know that subway? It's <laughs> very specific. Do you know where that is? Uh, you know the Ferrari dealership? On, oh, yeah, yeah. And right that behind it is the subway? By Vaughn's. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. where my four best friends and I, our three best friends, we'd all go there and just every day after our senior year at fourth period... We just walked down there and we we did That's it for a far. whole year. You walked that far? Uh, you know, we drove. Oh, yeah, we drove. But we we do that every day, and I think yeah, I think that I think one year of doing that equivalents to thirty seven thousand sandwiches. <laughs> I'm pretty good at math. So, all right, guys. Well, thank you for watching episode <laughs> seventy. If you can subscribe, hit the thumbs up button, and we'll see you next time. Peace. Peace.